Hey there, this is Amy Schmidauer, and I'd like to welcome you to Vlog Boss Radio. friend and entrepreneurial expert. Evan is all about believing. He is about the believe message when it comes to entrepreneurship. At 19, he built and then sold a biotech software company because what else did you have to do at age 19? I don't know. (laughs) At 22, he was a VC helping raise $500,000 to $15 million. He's definitely had a ton of experience in entrepreneurship. And he is also aiming to help build 1 billion entrepreneurs Some of that happening on his YouTube channel. Actually, I think a lot of it happening on his YouTube channel. But I would like to say a whole lot more with his new book, Your One Word. How are you, Evan? I'm great, Amy. Thanks for having me. Always good to chill with Amy. I know. We've we've had some fun masterminding in the past. We did a little bit of a a series on Tim Schmoyer's Video Creators TV channel just about the entrepreneurship of video, which was kind of fun. I, I definitely learned a lot in that series. I can link to that. Um, but that's unlike anything I've seen really um, happening on YouTube because there's only a select few of us that are really talking about the business of video, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I don't think there's that many people who've, who've been able to even go full-time off their YouTube channel right. and then to be able to hear kind of behind the scenes, what those people are struggling with and helping each other out. I think it's a it's a good exercise in voyeurism, but also to get some ideas and strategies to learn from people who've done a little bit more. So it was a cool series. Tim did one more afterwards. I don't think he's done another one since. Um, so I don't know if it picked up enough audience from what yeah. he was looking for. But I, uh, I definitely think it's that kind of thing, especially on YouTube. I mean, when you're thinking about how to – every video – on YouTube really is its own animal. I'm sure that you've experienced this to the umpteenth degree and we can talk about your publishing model, but they really are because one video could, could really take off in its own way. And we, we hear about that in the sense of virality, but it's not even really about that. It's a lot of people depend so much on the success of their channel when actually a video is something that takes a channel to the next level sometimes. So um, I don't know. It's really interesting because I think in that situation with the series, you know, sort of formulating a video to be successful in that case might be more difficult than than one that's a little bit more focused. But I do know that the people that were watching and, you know, we paid attention to the comments a lot. Uh, it seemed like it was really helpful and impactful. So um, definitely some good insight if somebody's like, yeah, yeah, I want to make money for my YouTube channel. I want to start a business for my YouTube channel but really don't understand, you know, what, what that means when they're taking it on. Yeah. And I don't remember how long ago that was, but the content is still relevant to anybody starting up today. Yeah, absolutely. Gosh. Yeah. That's been some time, hasn't it? It's probably been more than a year. Gosh, time flies. Anyway, so that's, that'll be, that's definitely an interesting thing to check out. Let's get back to what I just briefly mentioned though. Um, one thing about the Evan Carmichael believe channel that I think is inc- is absolutely incredible and, and tends to be sort of an anomaly lately because I know when I talk to creators about publishing regularly, um, we're, we're grappling with the idea of once a week 
<laughs> and your channel, you guys have an incredible high production uh, team effort happening over there where you're pu publishing multiple times a day. Um, I want to talk about more of your actual content later, but can you just kind of give an idea of what was the motivation behind that decision and um, how has that been going for you in a world where everyone's hearing like, oh, industry standard is once a week or, or maybe once a day even, and you're you know, tripling the, the daily vloggers or more. Yeah. So we do three a day, sometimes more, but usually three a day. Uh, really my goal with all of this is impact. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to help a billion entrepreneurs. I'm not super attached to YouTube. I've never wanted to be a YouTube celebrity. It was never part of my model. I want to impact entrepreneurs. And the way that YouTube's algorithm works is they want to see regular content, you can win, like if you do one video a month and it's just some insane, high production, over the top, Definitely. crazy thing, and it, that just takes off. But YouTube's algorithm, especially recently, promotes regular content. And if you're not doing it once a day, like I, once a day really should be the minimum. Yeah, absolutely. Which, is, which, which sucks to hear. It's I a know, lot it of is. work to do. Um, and, and it has to be good once a day because right. if you have bad videos, it pulls down your entire channel. Absolutely. Well, so, and that's, so that's like the crazy balance, right? Because how are you going to do once a day, especially when you're just getting started? You're going to go once a day. I mean, I'm not even like doing a great job of going once a day when I say I'm going to. And, and have that that big impact. I think, I think you're a, a great example of what that means to get that done, but also, you know, how many, how, you're the face of it, but I know that there's some people behind you that are definitely helping to get videos out there. So, so it definitely shows how much of a team effort that it needs to be. I think you guys still have a pretty hefty comment policy too, right? Where you're replying to as many people as possible. Yeah, the so that there's, yeah. I want to say eight people on my YouTube team. Uh, I believe that everybody should get a response and a comment. Uh, I think oh, if, yeah. if somebody, come, if you had a retail store and somebody opened the door and came in, you want to say hi to them. Or if somebody Absolutely. left you a, a, a voicemail, you want to respond to them. For whatever reason on social, we feel like uh, we don't need to reply to people. I think at the beginning, you respond to every comment. Totally. It's, it's flattering. I got a comment. It's amazing. I know. But then as it starts, like we get hundreds of comments a day on the channel, which is still amazing. Uh, but most YouTubers don't treat it like a business and they think they have to do everything themselves. Right. And so my team will will respond to comments as themselves, but part of the channel, and then save the ones for me that I need to see. You know, somebody just says, great video, Evan. That's awesome. You know, mm -hmm. I don't need to see that one. Um, or if somebody's saying, hey, can you make a video on this person? Great, let's save it. But I don't, I don't need to respond to that comment. Um, so I, I don't think a lot of people come to YouTube from a business background, um, and so they don't treat it like a business. They don't know how to. They don't know how to make it a business. They're just kind of finding their way. Mm -hmm. I think if you're at the start, the good news about trying to go daily is like nobody's watching you yet. Yes. So don't freak out. I totally agree. I think that's an advantage. Yeah, and understand that the quantity leads to the quality. Definitely. In order to get good, you need to practice at anything. Mm -hmm. Like when you first started your podcast, I'm sure the first one wasn't as good as what you're bad. doing now, right? <laughs> First YouTube video, right? Like compared Same to what you can thing. do now. And and even now, it's just a midway point. You look where you're going to be at in five years, your skill level, your ability to, you know, it's going to just be off the charts. Um, so even when you do start with 
natural talent or raw ability or any of these things to start off with. You still need to practice, 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 practice. So I have 4,000 videos on my channel. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of practice that went into it. And a lot of my early videos had no comments, nothing. Mm -hmm. And you know, But I when I, you got one, yeah. you would write it back and then suddenly you had double the comments on your channel. That's what I think yeah. is great about it, right? You, you, gotta, you have to remember to to, to put as much effort in it as you can in the early days as you would later and what you think you'll be grateful for when you get more views and more comments, be grateful for what you have now because that day, that day will come. Uh, I, thanks for that perspective. I kind of want to talk about, you know, you said YouTube isn't, YouTube isn't the main thing. YouTube is a vehicle. You, YouTube is a, is a, a medium where you're publishing these videos, right? EvanCarmichael.com is the, is sort of the, the main hub. Is most of the content video on the website, and so what? Where do you find you're putting more? Um, are you sharing the YouTube link more often than you're sharing like a, a blog post of the video, or like what is your distribution strategy like for the the people that you're trying to impact? Like, obviously, you're going to have YouTube subscribers that are going to see the videos, but getting people back to owned owned land like your website is important too because that helps you with maintaining and keeping that impact on the person that's like I really like Evan I like what he's doing and um, I want him to show me the way to entrepreneurship so what does that strategy look like for you so again it's it's using the the platform correctly so YouTube they like multiple content, so I'm going to put up multiple content, right? right? I'm playing to their algorithm. Uh, if you are guiding people away from YouTube, they don't like that, and you get penalized. So you have to make sure that whenever you're doing any kind of call to action that's leaving YouTube, it's high leverage for you. Mm -hmm. And so I will do that to go sign up for my newsletter or to go buy my book or if there's some specific thing that I'm doing that I want to draw attention to. Otherwise, I want to keep them in the platform. Uh, YouTube really rewards the first session video. So if you're the first video that they watch of the day of that session, then you get heavily rewarded. So I want to now drive people to, to my latest video, but yeah. not, not even just to stay, but to, to come. Right. If you, yeah. If to, you start to the come session and to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Right. Um, and so I will share links like in my email signature, it says, check out my video of the day. And it's always a link to my most recent video. Nice. Um, they care about view velocity, which is how many views you get within the first 24 to 48 hours of, um, of a video launching. So the end cards of all my videos promote the most recent video to try to drive traffic there. Right. My signature has my most recent video, not my favorite video, but my most recent one mm -hmm. to drive traffic there. Mm -hmm. Right. So when you understand, um, the platform that you're playing with. So if it's a website, then you're playing SEO. How do I get SEO attention, right? All of that's the same stuff. Absolutely. Um, YouTube is just an amazing way to reach a huge audience. And that's, that's my goal. And so I'm, I'm very YouTube centric when I'm dealing with YouTube. I'm very website centric when I'm dealing with the website. I don't want people to jump from YouTube to my website unless it's serving a really important purpose. Like it, like it. Okay. So you want to impact 1 billion entrepreneurs. That's the mission. That's, that's the goal. Here we go. And it's YouTube content that you're creating. How did you decide what was going to be in these videos? Especially you're publishing three times a day. So you're talking about an editorial calendar of three times a day across the board. You know, is, how did you decide what you were going to talk about? Because to the average creator or to somebody brand new, they might go, oh my gosh, does he recreate the wheel three times a day? 
<laughs> you know, and, and so I'd love for you to speak to that. Like, how did you decide what this content was going to be that was going to make the difference in people's lives, no matter what that was, because you kept your goal in mind. And by keeping the goal in mind, you're getting there faster. Sure. So I think first off, it's important to understand what your channel is all about, what your what this ties into the book, your one word, mine is believe. So every video on my channel has to be about believe in some way. It's what I am all about. Mm-hmm. I could get more views if I was hating on Donald Trump sure. or doing Absolutely. all these negative things, but it's, it's not at the core of who I am. And so having a mission, I think is important to lead off with. Uh, from there, it's a combination of what are you interested in with what does your audience want? You know, if you're only putting out stuff that you're interested in, but your audience doesn't care about, you just have a hobby and you're learning something, but it's not really ever going to be a business. If you're only putting out content that your audience wants, but you don't want, you're going to get bored quickly of your business and you're never going to really be able to put everything into it. So you won't have a lot of success. And so that combination comes from what you love doing plus what your audience is interested in. And so a lot of the videos that I'll do are requests from my audience. For the most part, I'd say at least 80% of the videos we do are requests from the audience. And I have to have a connection with them. Like, Evan, can you talk about how to, you know, build a chair or something? Like, well, I don't know how to build a chair, so I'm not going to talk about that. (laughs) Right? Like, you get tons of crazy requests. Mm -hmm. And so I'll look through the requests and see what I think might resonate and that I actually have something to talk about. Um, and that's where like, once you start building an audience up, you can get some momentum and traction. If you don't have an audience, if you're, if you're just getting started up, or you don't get a lot of comments, then I would go to somebody who has an audience who has a similar kind of breakdown. So if you're in, you know, look at Amy's audience, you know, if you're in marketing or vlogging or YouTubing, check out Amy's audience. And if anybody's asking a question, maybe you can make a video response to that person. And say, hey, I saw this. You don't say it's my audience. It's like, hey, I got this. I saw this question from Julie who said, how do I go daily as a vlogger? Julie, here are my thoughts on it. Oh, I like that because everybody's next question is, oh, well, I don't have an audience yet, Evan. No one's asking me any questions. Okay, no, but people are asking questions in general. And I think that's funny because that actually brings up like, why did Cora take off for a heartbeat, right? It was because yep. people are asking questions. And the same thing with like Yahoo Answers is still a thing. Can you answer someone's question? Then answer it. I mean, this is, do you, can, oh, they could just Google it. They could just Google it. That's what, I, yes, they could. Would you like to show up for that result? Go show up for that result. And I think that's what YouTube gives you the, the ability to do. I'm really glad you said that because I never actually thought to, to advise that. Go check out somebody else's comments and see and see because if you're if you find somebody that you admire and you think maybe you could compliment their channel or 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 you feel like you could present something just as good, then do it and stop letting the I don't have a network, I don't have an audience sort of issues keep you from from achieving that. Especially on YouTube, because most most creators, when they've hit size, ignore their audience uh-huh. and will respond to only a couple comments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know we're both fans of Gary Vee. Mm-hmm. You had your your music book video, and mm-hmm. um, he's been on my channel too. And like, he responds to one or two comments per video. And meanwhile, there's this huge dump of hundreds of comments on every video. If you are trying to target entrepreneurs or marketing, look through those comments. If you have something to say, instead of just write it in the comments, make a video on it. And because they're already active YouTubers, they're likely to subscribe to your channel or at least check you out and give you a shot. Now the quality has to be good, has to be good content. 
Um, and you don't lie. You don't say like Billy is my fan and he asked me this question. You just say, hey, I saw this question from Billy and I wanted to respond yeah. to show some love. Here's how I would handle it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. So, I mean, if, if anyone's listening to this show, they, they are definitely sold on video at this point. And you've provided some really, really great ideas about how we can do that even better, how we can vlog like a boss even better. Um, but what if, and I know there are, there is someone listening that's thinking this, they haven't exactly found their thing yet. So whether they're going after video or becoming an entrepreneur, what would, what would you Evan say to someone that's yet to find their passion? How would they get started with doing that? So I think it's two things. I think it's one, understanding what your core value is, understanding what you stand for, the impact that you want to make on the world somehow. You know, my one word is believe, understand what that is for you. Uh, and then it's, okay, how do I apply that? Mm -hmm. You know, for me, I believe in entrepreneurs. That's the practical execution of it because uh, I have knowledge of entrepreneurship and it's it's a passion of mine. If I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship, I'd be believing in, in something else, someone else, because it's part of my DNA. Mm -hmm. Um, so finding that one word, you know, there's a, there's a good book to help you out with it, but there's other self-awareness tools as well to kind of figure that out. The, the application of it, if you don't know what you're passionate about, I would just say explore. You got to explore, say yes to things. You don't find it by sitting on the couch and reading. You go out and try things. Somebody invites you to go do something, say yes. Just get used to saying yes more mm. until you find the thing that makes you come alive. I think too many people put too much pressure on the next thing having to be the, the perfect thing. Um, it's like if you're going on a first date, like this has to be the person I'm going to marry or that's it. Right. Yeah. A lot of people put that kind of pressure. OK, I'm going to I'm going to do a vlog and the first vlog has to be perfect and it's got to take off and get thousands of views and lots of comments. And if it doesn't, then this is over. <laughs> Uh, it's like that's not how you approach a relationship. It's not how you should approach a business. It's try it. Like if vlogging, if you think vlogging is for you and you want to show your daily life, just go and try one and expect it to suck mm -hmm. because the first time you try anything, you're going to suck. Mm -hmm. The first time you go snowboarding or learn French or anything, you're going to suck. <laughs> so know that your first thing is going to suck. Exactly. And then just see, like, did you enjoy the process? Did you like that? Is it something like, ah, oh, you know, I kind of want to do that again. That was fun. Yeah. And you'll eventually find your rhythm. Uh, and so you don't know until you actually go out and start trying. And so if something comes into mind or somebody invites you to something, just say yes until you find the thing that you want to go and do again and again and again. Yeah, I think that's so important because people lose sight of the fact that even though even though something bothered you, even though you weren't good at it, even though the end result was in no way what you had envisioned, did you like the process? Like, can you actually put some weight in the, the journey to get to wherever you got, whether you finished or not? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? And, and I definitely remember, remember some really, really, really awful, embarrassing, terrible videos that did not make the internet in 2008 <laughs> that, that I was like, oh my God, I am so disgusted by myself. However, I understand, see, and love the power of what I just did. And if we work on a couple things, it could get better. So I just, I love that you, I love that you say that. So this might lead into, you know, an answer here, but why do you think 
why do you think so many entrepreneurs fail? Like, even if they're not yet entrepreneur, not at a business building standpoint, um, but maybe they are, where do you think that failure comes from? Because I feel like it's, it's kind of connected to what we just talked about and it can be a whole lot of other things, but internally something is happening. And I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on that. Well, first off, I think I think we need to see those 2008 videos. Good luck. They're on some hard drive that got in the trash at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> Fans of Amy, go dumpster diving <laughs> and luck. find those videos. Um, why do entrepreneurs fail? I think I think one of the biggest reasons entrepreneurs fail is they just get into the wrong business. They they pick up uh, Inc. Magazine of the hottest hundred companies mm-hmm. to start in 2017 and. Oh, vlogging is on there. Great. Yeah. I'm going to be a vlogger and I'm going to go and buy the gear and I'm a vlogger now, you know, and, and maybe you do one video and you realize, oh, that, that, you know, that sucked. I don't want to do that. And then you jump to the next thing on the list. And so mm-hmm. you, you have to, I mean, of all the people that we profiled, we probably profiled more successful people than anybody on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, the most common trait that successful people have in common is they love what they do. They have a deep passion for it. And so you're not going to find that passion just by looking at a list of the hundred hottest startups. And so I think a lot of people start in business for the wrong reasons. Money is definitely important. It's it's not a charity that we're running unless it is a charity. Right. But even then, money's still important. It's still important. Uh, there just has to be something above money. There's got to be one thing above money that you just love doing that makes you come alive and that you can get paid to do because you're bringing so much value. I think people have an unhealthy relationship with money in general. Some people think it's everything and some people think I'm not worthy and it's evil. It's neither. Um, And so I think most people start a company for the wrong reasons. Most people start a YouTube channel for the wrong reasons. I just, I want to be YouTube famous and I want to be at VidCon. Like that's, if that's your only ambition, you're not going to, you're not going to make it. You have to have a love for making videos and entertaining or providing value to an audience. Yeah, um, just just on that point, I think we're especially now that we're more than ten years later outside of you know YouTube's creation, and there are so many. There were more more even like recent fast, not fast famous, but so Vine to YouTube transition, like people that have got had been on a super fast track, and maybe not, maybe it's just an average YouTuber, but got to a point where they were so famous and that was the thing they thought they wanted a couple of years ago and then they got it. And now, now they're realizing what, the, what that impact actually means on their lives or, and, and you know, which part of their lives were real, which part of it was just for the video, which part of it really meant something to them and really understanding what that goal is. And so I, I just want to point that out because I think it's directly correlated to how do you find your passion and how you try to keep from failing but accept a failure when it actually makes sense is actually finding the heart of the thing that makes you happy and the thing that makes you excited because when, you know, let's say it's vlogging and that video didn't go well, you're not going to move on to the next thing to the list. You're going to keep going and that's usually, I feel, the biggest the biggest issue we see is lack of patience because you're losing sight of what actually matters in the first place, so. Um, really, really appreciate you, you mentioning that. I want to talk about your one word. How did you come up with your one word? Like, how, like, what was that moment for you? And then do you think that that's something that's going to happen to somebody else when they discover theirs? Or is it like, oh, it's okay if you don't come up with it right away, you'll, you'll get there. Uh, so it, it's a process for some people. Some people get it instantly and some people take more time to go through the exercises. 
Um, the first section helps you identify what it is. The second mm. section helps you apply it to your marketing to bring in more business. And the third section uh, talks about how to run it, how you run a company through it. How do you hire? How do you fire? How do you onboard? That kind of stuff. Okay. Um, you know, I never wanted to write a book. My agent said, you need to write a book. It's going to help open up all these opportunities Been for there. you. <laughs> <laughs> and as I started, we had a different concept for a book, which I wasn't attached to. As I started going down this path, um, I really liked it. I thought it'd be a really good fit for a book. Yeah. I think for me, how I came to believe is my one word. I just felt like I had more potential in me. I was running a successful website. You know, I had uh, 10 people on my team. We were growing, making money, having an impact. So it wasn't like I hit rock bottom and like, where do I go with my life? I just felt like there's more. I could be doing more. There's something missing. And I started with, it's the tagline on the website. That's the problem. (laughs) And that's always the problem, isn't it? The tagline is the problem. If only we had the perfect tagline. Right, right. (laughs) Um, And so I started playing around with my tagline. And then as I kind of dug deeper, it, 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 it took off several layers of the onion and I came down to believing and, and I realized that it wasn't just about the website. It was me as a human being. I believe in others. I see untapped potential and I want, I want to help people realize that. Um, and so I was actually afraid of it at the start. I thought, well, believe is so – it's yeah. so general. It could and go, yeah, it could go any direction. People have used it before sure. and – you know, Cher had her song, and oh yeah, Justin, Justin, <laughs> Justin Bieber has his believe oh, believers, yeah. believers, and Shamu the Whale at SeaWorld has a believe show. And well, geez, like, you really made a whole list, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, who am I? Who am I to be about believe? Uh, and and like, how often do we talk ourselves down for things mm. to say, who am I to do that? Mm-hmm. Right, the, that limiting self-talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I decided just to do something small and test. I did a newsletter around believe and what it meant to me. And it was the best performing newsletter that I'd ever put out to my audience. Nice. Uh, my sister wrote to me and said, this is actually pretty good. I, I'm going to read your newsletters now. Oh, it's snap. Like, yeah. Family approval. It's like the only, it's like a, it's approval and a punch to the stomach that only a sister can give you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was like, okay, well that was interesting. That worked. So then I made a YouTube video around believe mm-hmm. and before that, my best video had 100,000 views in, in one year. That was my best video. I was so proud of that video. Awesome. You know, I was like 100K. Yeah, I hit it in a year. And this Believe video did 100K in one month, wow. uh, which was crazy. And at least for me, like at that time, that was the most nuts thing we've ever done. And now that video is almost at 2 million views or maybe it's over now. Um and so like everything I touched that was around belief just started to work mm. better, faster. Uh, and so I applied it across my entire marketing. And then I realized, huh, this could also apply to my team. Like I want to I want to hire a video editor who doesn't just edit videos, but who believes in the mission and what we're trying to do. And so when I'm posting jobs, I'll always lead with believe. And some people think that it's stupid and ridiculous like great like we're not going to work well exactly. together exactly self-eliminate it's awesome absolutely and some people see it and be like that's amazing i want to apply and i think too often we only look for skills like can you be a php programmer or can you be a camera operator or whatever um and and forget about 
the values. And so once you understand what it is that always has made you come alive, when you figure out your one word, then you can now start planning for these things to happen more often in your life instead of them being happy accidents. Yeah. Oh, I love that. We're going to leave it at that. That's perfect. That's perfect. I want everybody to go check out your one word, the powerful secret to creating a business and life that matters by Mr. Evan Carmichael. Evan, will you let everyone know where they can find out how to grab that book and also to subscribe to your YouTube channel so that we can get motivated not only by your content, but by your incredible and and just reliable and consistent execution. I love thanks for all the love Amy uh, the book wherever you buy books Barnes and Noble Amazon wherever you buy books it's it's all in all the major retailers and YouTube channel just search my name Evan Carmichael or wherever you hang out in social I'll be there and we could chat perfect thanks for being on thanks for love Amy stay for a while you ain't gotta stress you're rocking with the best boss stay for a while forget the competition we on a mission listen stay for a while stress you're rocking with the best boss stay for a while just take a look it's all in the book i know you want to vlog like me i'll show you how to vlog like me because i'm a vlog boss i know you want to vlog like me i'll show you how to vlog like me because i'm a vlog boss vlog like a boss vlog like a boss you vlog like a boss vlog like a boss you vlog like a boss vlog like a boss you you can vlog like me too because it's easy